Hello again. Welcome to Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop culture media your girl will likely drag you to. I'm excited for this episode because there is some salt between Listen the two to of your us. Heart. We are covering episode two of Listen to Your Heart. Oh, I was hoping you'd have the the lyrics to that. I should look that up. I'm, I'm kind of slacking. I'm not doing my due no, diligence. No, we'll probably hear it in the show. Oh, that's true. But we got a lot to dish on. We do. We we, we both had uh, we had a similar situation again where we were just kind of fuming over this, and I can't wait to just dish on. Oh it. gosh, like Alex and I were talking about this before, and I, and we were like, save it for the pod. We do. Save it for the pod. And we have saved it for the pod. Yes, we have. And no we are idea. locked and loaded. And I have what no we idea that Alex thinks Jamie's a terrible singer. <laughs> yeah, what? Are, what? Are we, we'll get there, Matt. What are we drinking tonight? Uh, we're drinking from True Brewery, which is Alex's favorite out here in in, uh, in Denver. True yes. Brewing Company, uh, Ageless Fire IPA. It's a five point seven percent. This is this this brewery is um, again Alex's favorite, and they actually do a lot of creative flavors. Um, so if you're in town, if you visit it, you'll surely be creeped out. But it's an experience. It's an experience. But you'll that's like how the I beer, that's so. how I market it, Matt. It's an experience. Let's do this. Cheers, bud. All right. Cheers. <clears throat> Listen to your heart. This is the Bachelor's way to get Jeds off the show. Yes. And uh, I'll start. I'll start by saying this: we were actually treated with some talented people. Yes. This episode. Yes. And I heard a lot of strong voices. I did too. And um, be, be, before we go on to bash everyone, uh, let's just go out there and say that there's a lot of talented people in this and, in this house. And we're not bad. Well, there's one we're going to have to bash, unfortunately, but we're not bashing everybody. Yeah, that's true. We like some people. Yes. Yeah. So let's start first. It kind of shows, I'm guessing, I, I want to say it's like the night after the whole first it's, episode. It's like the day after the rose ceremony. People are like starting to couple off. And some people are taking it seriously. Some people are like, thank God I got a rose. Yes. Like, uh, like Matt. Matt's like, Matt. like, Matt's like, now I got the power. You know, like, who wants to come kiss this guy? Who wants to judge me by how I kiss? And all of a sudden, you have, like, people like Rudy, who had who was, like, power hungry with her rose. All of a sudden, she's sputtering. Oh, we'll, we'll cover the whole Rudy's uh, 300 or 180 turn here. But, you know, like, there's, a, there's couples that are forming, like Chris and Brie. And Chris, Chris and Brie are fun. And Chris... Chris looks like he's talked to a girl maybe four times before. And he's like, "Hey, I don't want to meet. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you're really pretty." That's a great pickup <laughs> ding, ding, line. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. Number one pickup line. Of like talking about like a necrophiliac hitting a dead animal with <laughs> well, violence, and well, all of a sudden that. But but we'll be correlate that to you being pretty. Well, <laughs> well, you you were super sharp on picking up what, on what people say, and that's what I love about our play i notice things like he does that thing where like you said and you nailed it because like you can tell he hasn't had too many interactions with women because he does the thing where while he's complimenting her he's not looking at her he's no. like he looks off to the guy you know down to the left and it's just kind of like yeah so i you know i really think you're kind of pretty and then he kind of looks over to see kind of how she reacts how'd that land <laughs> oh she's smiling you're he's in like, the clear chris he's socially a oh chris I don't think he's socially inept. I think he's socially inept with pretty women. Yeah. That's what I think. Which in, in, in a lot Bree's of guys Bree's are guilty beautiful. of. Beautiful. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, yes. She's intimidating. She's super cute. Um, and we'll go into. He's hitting above his weight class. And I think that's what he thinks. And he's always feel, he feels very, not awkward, just uncomfortable hitting on her, basically. And he said something that was cute. I mean, it'd be like really weird if he said, I know I'm probably hitting a dead horse. 
you know, when I say this, but your feet are really spectacular. Like, like that, how, that, that's creepy. Like how tall your legs are in those jeans. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you, you smell different when you're awake. <laughs> That's my favorite. You my, smell different. My when buddy's you're got awake. that. He does that in the bar. Everyone's gonna love it. He's like, when he gets enough courage, liquid courage, he'll go oh. up and goes, "Man, you smell great when you're awake." Mm. Sometimes, misogyny is a real deal. <laughs> um, so they're kind of like. Then Chris Harrison comes in looking like a secret agent. I, I said like Neo. He looks like Neo from the Matrix because he's got this like black, super ultra modern leather. I want to say it's leather jacket, or maybe it's like. A blend or a mix, but and you know Chris Harrison has a new girlfriend. He's very proud of flaunting that, <laughs> and she's dressing him. Yes, <laughs> I think it's fair to say. I mean, or just a new wardrobe manager. I don't know. I mean, like when the Bachelor came out, he's like, "Hey guys, come on inside. I'm making biscuits." <laughs> like this time he comes and he's like, "This message will self destruct in ten seconds of you." Which know. we crack jokes, but the dude was looking hot. Oh, Chris, that was a slick jacket. Loving it. He was looking clean. Chris, is, Chris needs to be the next bad Black, he's black. I still dude, believe Chris it. does. That's what they need to do. Wouldn't that be the ultimate twist? Dude, they like, totally need Like to. he's handing out his roses, then he stops like, ladies, this is the final rose tonight. I Me, saw, when I'm ready. I, I saw like, I saw like four ads trying to beg people to date, Ki- uh, what's Claire, her name? Claire. 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 It's like, Claire. It's like her and oil are going to be paying people to buy it. Like, Claire. It's going to be. That's a very timely reference. <laughs> The oil market's not going great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, for whatever forsaken reason ever, Jamie gets a date How card. does she get a, like, she just had one the night before. How the heck does she get another date card? I don't know. I, I think, I mean, so. Like, I feel like maybe the production company at the, or the production at this point actually did just roll some dice. Like, oh shit, she got the number. No, I don't think so. And here's, I'll tell you why. Because they're playing into what's her name? Jumping into the scene. Well, there's, I think there's that. So there's a lot of things that when I first watched it, I was kind of like shaking my head. Okay. Like they go to Venice beach for their date. She takes Trevor. Yep. And, and Trevor, Trevor, that's like Trevor's backyard. He's like, I remember I used, I used, I used to, to pedal busk here. Um, and they're like trying to pick a song and she's like, well, I don't really know songs very well. Yeah. What's up? You're an artist. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like singing in front of people. Oh, it's like, she... isn't that like the biggest part about music? You'd be a yeah. studio artist or what are you trying to do? I was, I was thinking that to myself, like the other day I was like, you know, she's, well, first of all, she, I'm going to sound like straight out of queer eye or something right now, but like, I don't know what she was wearing. It was like a oh, pink. She frilly. had Austin Power go go boots on. Yeah, and she was wearing like a bubble gum, a two piece like frou frou like like pow- like a powder pink, like fluffy top. I I don't know what it was. It, none she's of it like was working. she's like if a go go girl wrestled Princess Peach while <laughs> pretending to be a powder puff girl. <laughs> I think that's kind of that's how I and, put it. But none of it matches. Yeah, no, it does. No, it like, doesn't make any sense. So I'm looking at it, I'm going like, Ugh, like who. Obviously, you dress your... I don't know. Does, you, does your boyfriend dress you? I don't know what this is. But then my thought, though, is what when she's explaining all that to Trevor, she's like... She wants to be a musician, right? But she's afraid to sing in front of people? Uh, yeah. Question and, and Trevor's like, I'll do everything. You just learn the words. And it's like, <laughs> okay. It's, and then so this is... So like, such, a, such a modern romance, when Trevor right? When Trevor threw his Hail Mary to win her over, he sang Slow Dancing in a Burning Room, which is about a breakup. And so the song so that they choose to sing together is about a cheating male and a girl's envy of, oh. of a guy cheating on a girl. And he's like, I got a girl crush because she has my man's heart. 
it, which leads into him telling her that he had bitch issues, which had Natasha coming in telling him that he cheated, which is this entire Dude. bow that I put together. Like when I, I like woke up in the middle of the night, I'm like, Eureka. Like this I is had so not put that together. led. I had not put that together. That is so meta. Because, because my, I know because my, literally my first thought was why the hell are they singing girl crush? Because yeah, why would they be singing that as a duet song? Because that is a song about a cheating male. Like, why are they doing that on their date? This is just wow. like slow dancing in a burning room. I'm like, oh my gosh, like my head's about to explode. Wow. All so, right. That's why I think she, wow. that's why I think she was an that intentional That totally pick. makes sense now. And that's, that's like one of the good things about this, not only this show, but just like The Bachelor in general. Like these producers, they know what they're doing. This, like when people go like, oh, the show is so stupid. Like the producers are making it this way. Like, like you can't not appreciate how brilliant this production crew is. <laughs> because if they <laughs> fantastic, picked, if they picked that song out of thin air and it tried a through line through the entire deal, like I don't, I, I when I was watching, it, when I was watching, it, I didn't make sense. I'm like, neither. And also, no. I thought to myself, she is the slowest fucking singer of all time. <laughs> well, you, she she has no idea she about pace. Tempo. She yeah. needs a metronome because she yep. cannot keep pace with yep. this song. Yep. And he literally had to slow down similarly, which is she had to do on Ryan's date. And Trevor is a shitty singer too. Yeah. They're the worst. He singing. was better with this song though. No, but, no, but, no, no, no. I'll say this. The, the, the range in this song, which that's the one criticism I do have about this episode. The songs they sing very limited ranges. Cause we'll talk about Savannah and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, for their Brandon for their date. And it's yeah. like, I don't know, but they were reenacting that song on their date. And it was, they were like, moving very very low in their uh, range i don't know we'll get there but well she sucks she's <laughs> jamie, so, jamie jamie sucks is so bad everyone else that's saying this episode was so phenomenally well, talented let, let, let's put it this way in a reality tv show where budding artists are all thrown in a house together she is by far the most terrible singer in this show she needs a metronome she does not know timing she was well, yeah she doesn't know pace she doesn't know tone she's flat or sharp all the time and she, she actually doesn't hit the note if you if it sounds off when you're listening even if you don't know music it's because she's slightly off not only on pace like you said on t- on, on tempo but she's off on the note too well she's kind of she's I don't know she doesn't, I'm quite, not, she doesn't quite get to the note which is what gets me I'm not tempo a, gets you the I'm tempo. not a music expert but I sing in the shower every day yeah she thinks that runs equate to being a good singer so she goes on these runs you know runs are where you extend your words and they she goes for don't the, belong there it's like the Frank Sinatra approach he, it's like the crooner yeah like, which is like uh, yeah it's like it's like and, and it's like the Carrie Underwood's like, uh, uh, like yes like those don't need to exist to make you a good singer no songs are about pace and poor Trevor <laughs> and I don't even like Trevor had to stop mid stroke and then restart <laughs> because she was going so damn slow I got a girl girl Maybe it's the beers, but this is fun, Renee. I couldn't. Jamie. I couldn't. <laughs> that's a good song. It, I, like literally, it was it's a great song. It was lost. Yeah. Well, it, well. I mean, put it against. She's just not a great singer, and it's like <sighs> you can throw the best song up and the easiest song for somebody to sing at a karaoke bar, and if they destroy it in a bad way, <laughs> if they absolutely just completely fumble it, the. Nobody wants to be hearing that song. She'd get booed off a stage at a karaoke I bar. I feel like she would. Well, She's, no, not booed off, but... I'd boo her. 
If she's on American Idol, I don't think she'd get the golden ticket. I don't think she'd get one judge to say yes. I mean, I guess Trevor didn't get one either. So, he and did. again, he went to Hollywood. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. Which, because Katy Perry thought he was attractive. <laughs> Which is why the voice is a superior show because they can't see the contestants. Anyway, uh, so then they have like a bar of, uh, so then they have this like hot tub date where they talk about past relationships because that's what you do on first dates. Um, and then. Yeah. Nice to meet you. So tell me about all the girls you've dated. Yeah. And he's like, I just dated a girl just too long, which you could tell he has that story down pat mm-hmm. because he's used it before. Oh, and he uses it again. Uh, a new contestant who follows uh, the podcast on Instagram, Natasha came in and uh, she kind of said, oh, like, oh, Trevor from American Idol. Oh, I know his ex. I got, he cheated on my girl, on my girl. And uh, she's got, she's got explicit content on how he had, how he behaves. And I, you know, I kind of laughed when they came back from the date and she's like, no, I want to talk to you now. He's like, I'll talk to you later. I'm going to get like, settled. She's like, no. Props to her. She's like, no, we're going to do this now. We're going to get know. this out of the way now. And then, you know, Jamie's like, what's going on? I've been cheated on every week, every week. Which I have, I have to give her props. Because like, is she from New York, right? Uh, she's from the East Coast. Yeah. I so think she's, she's from Jersey. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean. She's Chilean and French. Here's which, I, which is a super interesting mix. I've never heard that. And it's awesome. Yeah. But I will say this. One thing I appreciate about Northeast, my, my mom's from the Northeast, and I feel like for you and me, we grew up on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and it's very easy for West Coast people, a guy like Trevor, to misconstrue directness as rude. Or hostility. Or hostility. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so when you realize, and to be fair, I have to remind myself that that's not the case either, but it's more about... It's more about getting straight to the point, not messing around with stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's Natasha goes right to it. She goes, "No, we need to talk about this now." And yeah. Trevor's like, "Oh, I'm good. I need to settle myself." And he goes, "No, no, we need to talk about this now." Because she didn't get it. again. She's she's a northeasterner. They taught. She could be the biggest feeler in the whole group. Well, Californians too are like, "Don't harsh my mail." Like, let's yes, let we can we can talk about this a little later. Like, let's not do it right now. And you know, people from the East Coast are typically like, "No, we'll do it right now." Yes, and because I'm ready. Yep. Well, and, and quite frankly, like I think I, I would like to believe that Natasha actually does feel for Jamie. I think she sees, and I'm sure what we didn't see in the production was, you know, in the cut scenes or whatever, in the conversations, like, well, Jamie's 21 or whatever, 23, whatever old she is, right? Yeah. And Natasha's like, uh Well, if you if you went into a situation and your best friend's ex-girlfriend was there and you know how she like treated him, you'd be like, oh shit, like and if I saw one of my buddies or, or just even a guy that I knew like start talking about, I would be, I would want to be like, look, dude. Yeah. Hey, just know, I, I kind of know how she handles her other boyfriend or her, like one yeah. of my buddies. To each their own, but you need to know this. Yes. And you can make your own decision. Knowing what, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Knowing what you know now, then you can go forward, but you just need to know this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially someone. And then I always, I loved, I loved how Julia's like, Jamie's like my best friend in the house. It's like, <laughs> Julia's so, like, I, I don't not like Julia. Don't get me wrong. I like, I'm statement, starting not to like her. A statement like that, like, you've been together for like maybe 16 hours. I mean, like Everyone kept saying, like, we've been together for like a month. I've like cried with these girls. I'm like, Julia, stop. <laughs> stop right now. You're uh, killing me. So, Natasha confronts Trevor and says, you emotionally cheated on my girl. Which, He's like, I didn't, I, I didn't physically cheat. And so I was wondering, where do you come down on emotionally cheating versus I'm physical? glad you brought that up because I was thinking about this and I'm like, I am somebody that believes that even in the thought process, 
Yeah. I want to say like in the brain, if you think about somebody else while you're dating somebody else, like if you're dating girl A and you're thinking about girl B, that's still cheating. I don't care if that's mono, emotional, mental, whatever, whatever Trevor wants to try and justify that as. Like, now granted, there's a definitely a difference between thinking and acting upon. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. But I would argue in his case, he's already thought about girl B and he is texting with girl B. Yeah. That is acting, in my opinion. That is still cheating. I don't, I don't care what you want, what kind of bow you want, what kind of lipstick you want to put on that pig. That's cheating. Okay. Just own up to it. Be a man. Well, he did. Own up to it. Well, I mean, he had, he, to be, he, had to be, he had to be forced. He, he quote unquote, well, but, and even that, at that, he quote unquote emotionally cheated. You cheated, dude. Just, yeah. if, you're, if you're setting up prospects when you're still dating, just end it. Like, don't, I just, it's not fair to the girl that you're dating. And it right. Look, I'm just we're just not there. I'm I'm feeling other girls, and before I even get into that, we're just it's not gonna work for us. I'm not feeling it. Like yeah. rip the bandaid off for the first for the first point. Also respect her enough to not make her think that there's something else going on. Yeah, I, I just I, I agree with that. I mean, I think that men and women can have like relationships, even when a guy's in a relationship, in the sense that. You both like X and you talk about X with that person. But if you're going behind that person's back being like, I want to date you or being sexually explicit in messages or talking about how much I love you or I'm here for you. Like, I think that there's a line that I think sometimes get blurred from the side of a woman where it's like you're talking to Sarah. It's like, well, Sarah likes Sarah likes Digimon and I like Digimon and you don't like Digimon. So I'm talking to her about my new Digimon card because she'd appreciate it is different than being like, Oh yeah, Sarah, I need no. some validation. My, my girlfriend's doing X or my wife's doing X or my, there, like, there's friends and common interests. Yes. That's not, there's nothing romantic but I, I, about it. I think that he was trying to play it off. Like it was a friend with common interests and she's like, no, it's not. No. And I think that that's part of, part of the issue with, this whole thing. And I think that if you are going behind your person's back and you are, you know, emotionally attaching to some person and you are explaining problems you're having in your relationship or you're having problems with your spouse or your your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband and you're doing it to another person and then you are seeking refuge in that person and you are that's wrong. And yep. that's that's almost worse than just the physical act. It's yep. not like I went to a bar, got blackout drunk and did this. Yes. You know, it's like, yes. it's like I betrayed your trust and I'm going to do this and you should be okay with it. Well, and again, like mentally you are checked out of that relationship at that point. Yeah. Like what, and, and I feel like, and I feel like more times than not, and I don't know what it is about men these days and I, myself included, <laughs> myself included. I, I, if you're, I, I feel like there's, there's this weird sense of not just. I think it's I think it's the discomfort of having to have a breakup that prevents guys from because I'll feel for him like I'll, I'll play devil's advocate like I've been there where I've been in a relationship and I'm just not feeling it anymore and it just hasn't been there now granted did I, did I act upon that in, other, in another way no if I was going to start looking at other girls I needed to end that relationship you need to end it and so that, that that's that's the part where I, I starkly disagree with him yeah and it's like because I've, I've been in his position where I'm like this isn't going where I need to end this but Guess what? It sucks. Be a man. Nut up. Rip off the Band-Aid. Tell him it's just not working yeah, anymore. Yeah, don't give me this, I was in the relationship too long. It's like sack up. That's on you. Sack that's up on, and, that's sack his up responsibility. and end it. Yeah. You know, it, don't act like you had a premonition because you cheated. Like, oh, I, I should have done this months ago. It's like, 
You're making a conscious decision with every time you make a keystroke. Yep. Yep. Saying that you were in a relationship for too long doesn't preclude you from taking the responsibility to end the relationship before you start a new one. Yep. Well, that's fair. So no, I'm glad you brought that up. That's, so I was curious. I was, I was, I was really curious your me. thought because I, I was like, I got angry because he kind of brushed off. Yeah, I cheated, but I emotionally cheated, but I didn't physically cheat. Yep. It's like you kept your dick in your pants. Congratulations. You still did the worst thing. Yep. So yep. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. No, um, he, he got off easy in my opinion too. Like I think, and I think that's, that speaks again to Jamie's naivety and also just her youth. Like, I don't dude, care what girl, he's done in the past. What? I'm only curious about where he's, I'm like, oh my gosh, history is a, was it time is a seamless fabric? Like yeah. history is bound to repeat himself. It's yep. So if he's done this before, what makes you, th- this goes back. I mean, we had this in another conversation on a previous episode on Tiger King. What, this is a pattern of behavior. Yes. Like he hasn't shown any reason. You guys haven't even known each other long enough for him to show any reason as to why this is going to happen differently for you. Sorry. I, I agree. So, Anyways, I mean, let's, I mean, let's move on. Let's now. move on from the worst singing couple to maybe one of the best singing couples. Uh, Chris and Chris gets a day card next and no, Brie gets a Brie gets the day Brie card. Brie gets a day yeah. card and it says, give this to the man at the center of your heart. And so she gives it to Chris and they go to a closed guitar center, which literally as we were both college athletes, that's like us getting tickets. It's like us having a date in an empty dick sporting goods. It's like, what do you want us to do? Toss the football <laughs> around? Like, what, like I know. why is this a good date? Like, I like, don't look at all the sports memorabilia and they walk in there. Like, oh my gosh, there's so many guitars. I'm glad you were so lost as I was. Cause I'm going, really? This I is- mean, you know what would have been really freaking cool? What? late access to like a recording studio yeah like with maybe a guy back in the like kind of, i mean not, that's probably the challenge they have is it can't be just like jamie and trevor not trevor jamie and uh who's the guy that that took her out on the date what's his name right ryan ryan thank you i thought it was ryan um like i guess technically that'd be like almost every date right but i'm sorry but like how about some like late access to like a a recording studio to sit down with some guitars and like actually record something yeah. and just have somebody standing by to be like, yeah, I'm just going to hit the record button and let you guys go. Like, uh, but they went to a guitar center. Yeah. Which and is like, just going like, oh, which, cool. but I like them as a couple because she's like, I'm having a hard time expressing myself. Normally I do that through song. And he's like, okay, and let's, plays do, a let's, jam let's do this for, let's do this. And well, then, he's the singer songwriter. So he can do all the other steps too. And just let her go. And he like, okay, go ahead. I'm going to, you can sing your emotions to me and put it into a song and we can have a conversation. And they have this great conversation, which is ruined by their noncommittal admission of love. <laughs> so go, all right. So did you down. see what they said? I might be falling in love with you. And he's like, I might be falling in love with you too. That means nothing. Yeah. yeah. I might want Chick-fil-A tonight. <laughs> yeah. I might want Chick-fil-A tonight too. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's, I hate these non-committal. I love you. <laughs> but you know, they got, they got to drag, uh, maybe that's a producer thing. They got to drag it on at least a couple more episodes. You never know. You never know. I don't know. But Here's the two notes that, that I picked from up. Like, Again, I, I'm weird when I, that I observe when I'm watching these shows. I just picked up that. I actually thought they weren't too terrible at improving together. I would much rather hear them improv together on a song yeah. that they make right there on the spot than listening to Trevor and Jamie sing a song that's been produced by an also, uh, a producer, produced by a songwriter already. And they're bad singers. And they're terrible. <laughs> so, but, so, but, but, but let me, let me, yes, and... I'm not disagreeing with you. 
Yes. Um, I loved that Chris and Bree covered Elvis. And they, because they have good voices and yeah. they know how the song's supposed to go. Fools Rush In is a great song. <laughs> and they know the tempo. And they know the tempo. Gosh, <laughs> they know the tempo. So like I I just think Trevor and Jamie are terrible. That's really I where I come down. There might not be a villain in this series. I don't know. They might try the producers might have one baked in for us, we just don't know it yet. But they are my villain. Why are why <laughs> are those the worst singers getting the most airtime? Like I know. Oh gosh, but I don't know. Anyway, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they learned from the whole like, you know, last season of The Bachelorette being like everybody's or not or um yeah Bachelorette where everybody's a little too young, a little too young. Yeah, but let's maybe you know start scaling this back out to you know at least twenty five. Gotta be at least twenty five. Yeah, I but, I, um, I just, just my, I will say this. My only thing against Brie, I should say against, but just like I'm like oh sweetheart. She's just when she smiles, she's all gums, uh, which is kind of endearing. I'm not, I'm not hating it. I'm not saying I'm hating it. I'm just not a good tooth to gum ratio. Yeah, as yeah. Family Guy says, or, or just she's got a high lip. She's got a high lip when she smiles. It peels right up. The only thing that bothers me about Brie is she said I haven't felt this way since my engagement ended, which was a year ago. Yeah. So you know, like you should take time after your engagement to work on yourself. So don't expect to be feeling this feeling on a big occasion like Chris is like I've never felt this I feel like ever oh, I feel great you know because I don't think he's had many interactions with beautiful women yeah, yeah. but um, I, I, do, I do like I Chris is my favorite in the, ha- in the house because he's always playing instruments he's actually extremely talented and like despite and being a, a little awkward dude. around yes I was like despite he's being a, a little dude. awkward around pretty girls he seems the most down to earth and legit yeah like he seems like a solid dude so then after uh so their date goes off splendidly. Yeah, they're, I guess. Like they're by far light years ahead of everybody, every other couple. We'll just we'll leave them at. But that. are they moving too fast? We Time we all tell. find out. Um, the next date. Speaking of moving, moving too fast. Uh, Sheridan gets a date card, and he <laughs> asks Julia, Julia to go on this date. With and her. he's infatuated. He's, he loves Julia. Loves her, and she's beautiful. I get it. She is. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And her voice. Holy shit! She is so good. She is good. She well, I I told I said in the first episode I like he's good I too. like Sheridan's voice. He's, Sheridan he's and Julia it. have amazing voices. Yep, yep. And I've never heard that song. I don't know if that's a popular song that they were covering. I don't know if that was new. Uh, it's like good foundation song. So they so they went on a radio oh, show. Listen. Sheridan's yes. like I've only kissed Julia, and Julia's like well I've kissed some other people. And I've kissed like just, a couple guys. Sheridan just sits there kind of like you know, like crestfallen. You know, yeah, like sulking and stuff like that. Um, well, I like how like, oh, can I, I? I felt like it was a like at first. I thought when I was watching, I'm like, oh, it's a podcast just like ours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't wait to have them on. Yeah, I, and I, I I grew up with Valentine in the we grew up with Valentine yep. in the morning um, yep. in L.A. Yep. Um, so glad he's still doing work, but they do a duet that is fantastic. Yes. Like yes. literally, like I wanted to download the song. Well, and they can harmonize with each other too, which is also fantastic. Well, Sheridan knows Sheridan and her know what they're doing. It's not like Jamie. <laughs> like I got, every time, every time there was a good singer, so I made, got more makes, mad at Jamie. Yes, yes, I'm like she's so bad. I don't agree with that. She oh. is. She's just not like the rest. We'll just say that she's just not like the rest. So that they kiss and they kiss when they come home. Um, but uh, Brandon is the hot commodity of the house. Um, you know, in the shows, Brandon, 
going through all these women. Mel, Mel is bizarre. Mel has never had an interaction with a male. Mel, Mel is interesting because like, I remember, I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, so all of a sudden like Mel now likes Brandon. Like, okay. Like Brent, like she's like trying to make, like, I don't know. I feel like she's trying to bridge these connections. Like she really likes Brandon. And I'm like, I didn't, I mean, again, well, she has like a complete meltdown. Maybe it was a producer thing, but I'm like, where did that come from? I like last time, last time, like Matt or Mel gave, Mel gave Matt, right? Wasn't, no, no, no. Who gave? She gave Gabe, a, I think she gave Gabe a rose. Gabe. Yes. Yes. She gave, gave the rose. So I'm like, all of us, I don't know. I don't know. I just felt, I found myself being like, okay, Mel. Like, and I feel like they were giving her a lot of airtime this episode. Obviously, because they're trying to add well, to the drama, she going goes going home. home. Yeah, and but Mel just kind of confused me because she's talking about feelings. I'm like, I didn't see one speck of time that you spent with Brandon, other than the time where you sat down and kissed him. Yeah, like, and I, I laughed because when she was crying on screen, she smelt her armpits. <laughs> I didn't catch that. You didn't that. catch that? Like she <laughs> she had her arm that. up and she was sobbing down, and then you hear. <laughs> Like I'm like oh my gosh she's, she's looking for an excuse to make sure she was still uh, had her her secret yeah she, maybe she's born with it I know that's makeup but go with me um, and then so new two other girls come oh, too um, one has an, a bad reputation of hooking up with guys on bachelor parties um, but, yes that but, uh, with a pink hair girl I don't remember I keep her name. on saying Ruby it's not Ruby what well she's it? she was saying with oh Ruby. it is Ruby it is Ruby not Rudy Ruby Ruby. And she's saying with Rudy, and both of them yeah, were very talented. They were both talented. Which makes me hate Jamie even more. I know. Which, I know I said this in the first episode, Rudy, I'm like, she's actually got a banging voice. She does. She has got an amazing, like, she's got a depth that she, she's not tapping into it. So, uh, yeah, and then the other girl was like uh, Mar- Mariana, which she Mariana, was, she was there for a she, hot second. She bye bye. Yeah. But she, I laughed. She was 23. I laughed, well, I didn't laugh, but I was concerned when Rudy's like, I go crazy sometimes. It's like, that is not a self-accepting yes. thing that you should be okay with. We need to briefly address the fact that Rudy had a scarcity issue, right? Yeah. She was dealing with a scarcity of roses. She didn't have the power all of a sudden. And boy, did she flip real quick around to talk to Matt and basically just kind of discount the way she treated him the night before. Well, she needed that rose. But she needed that rose. And she's like, look, I now kind of get that way. Like, if I were Matt, I'd be like, no, first of all, that's not okay. But Matt loves the attention. I, well, and Matt likes her. Matt likes her. Like, I don't know. He likes the attention. I think, yeah, but I think he likes her. I think he, because he was jonesing on her. Um, but I mean, heck, she almost sent him home and all of a sudden she's like, oh, oh, no, I do like you all of a sudden, like, again, like, don't worry, like, we're still, we're cool. And all of a sudden, that's where I'm like, not cool with that. I'm like, dude, don't let her get away with that. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather you start with one of the other new girls that just showed up. Get yeah. to know them. So then another date card comes and I'm blanking right now, but did Savannah get it or did Brandon get it? It was, Savannah. no, it was Brandon because Mel was looking forward to getting that. And he chose Savannah. Mm-hmm. I th- and, or was it yes no he picked Savannah. no it was Savannah the big brain it was Savannah yeah okay okay because Mel was super upset and that Brandon Savannah. has a really gnarly next car did you see that yep, did yep. We know, do we know what that is uh, I don't know it could be like a thyroid thing um, no, or, like one of my, one it could my, be an IED thing. No, yeah, I mean, it could be no. Like, Vero will be a zombie. He's a he's a, like a Marine Corps sniper. So, but they um, go they go to they go to this jazz bar where the drummer looked half dead. Like I don't know yes. if he could lift that drumstick um, or not. But that bass is that cello 
Dude, he was rocking. He was that rocking, song. but I don't know how they scored the open mic at open mic night. I might have been a producer influenced. I'm not entirely I'm pretty sure. sure that whole bar was paid handsomely. Yeah, so I don't know how they scored that, but they sang pretty well too. I mean, Brandon is a straight white guy crooner. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I, like I, he's a Phil Phillips. I, I would say they scored out of ten. They scored a eight. Yes. They were good. They hit their notes. They were strong on their notes. What about Jamie and Their Trevor? range was super. They are like a negative 18,000. <laughs> but they were both, and I said this earlier in the, in the show here today, their range was like, uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, okay, like, why not? Like, the only thing that saved that performance was, was that drama? Savannah harmonized with Brandon. She took a back seat. Yeah, but but she also but added, she harmonized and she added, added to her range yes. exactly. Yeah, so like because I was listening to uh, when they were like, "Never know how much I love you." Because Brandon closes his eyes when he's saying to hit those notes, but he also when you close your eyes, you also lose your cadence with your partner. So Savannah, she's not watching carefully, took a back seat and harmonized with him, which made us which saved the performance. If they both tried to compete the way that Brandon was trying to compete, yep. it would have been it would have been ugly. Like, I, I, get, I mean, if you listen to Fever, there is a little bit more range in what they were giving it. They're basically. I've never heard the song. Never. No. Fever. Oh, well. So again, they just the way they sang it. I'll, I'll after we're done, I'll show you the, the different versions. But can't wait. Uh, but needless to say, they basically floated between two notes that were very close to each other. And I was like, this is disappointing. This is not a good way to re- redo this song. But once she kicked into the harmony, I'm like, ah, oh, cool. So girl's got a note. She can hit it. Yeah. That's good. She's got range. She's and just not a she, yoga teacher from Nashville. Well, and, and harmony's not easy, to, yeah. especially on the spot. Like, you, have, you really have to have a, a, a nose for knowing where your voice stands. A and nose or an ear? An ear, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I like noses better. Yeah. So they make out. And they, they make out date. outside the bar. Um, it's a, it's a very like outside of the fact that they perform. It's a very typical date. Actually, it's kind of cool. They grab dinner. They grab a couple cocktails. And they go. And then they sing. That's the only yeah. part. Yeah. But which is what you expect from the show. Not going to like an empty guitar center. Um, <laughs> Julia sat down and had a conversation with Sheridan, which I thought was a very grown up situation. She was she was. I thought that she was. Well, let me say without knowing what's to come. Yes. I thought it was a very. Like, hey, man, I had a lot of fun with you last night. I still want to explore certain things. And I thought that was, she was very, tra- she didn't have to have that conversation. She might have been the most honest person on the entire series of any of the Bachelors, Bachelors of Paradise, and now this. She's like, look, this is how this is played. There's a couple of the guys I'm actually still interested in exploring a little bit further. I'm just going to do that. And which, I, I, it's not what Sheridan wants to hear. Yeah. He's a sensitive soul. But, like, she's being straightforward with him. Like, that's more than what a lot of these other people have. You have to respect that. I don't respect, like, her cockiness that emerged with Brandon. Because she went and kissed Brandon later in the show. And she's like, I need to be with Brandon. That's all I know. And, like, she had her her eyes set on her. Um, I think it's... on him. I think it's the thing where, like, he passes the eye test. Like, love is not blind for her, right? (laughs) <laughs> We've yeah. already approached that whole concept. Yeah, she but. doesn't want to date the Tiger King. Yeah, and we're 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 just gonna do all our <laughs> stuff here. I think he passes the eye she test. She wrote it down in her notebook. She's just <laughs> Jones and for Brandon. Yeah, and uh, you know Mel on the other hand 
tries her Hail Mary for Brandon and she was frightening and talking about how she was terrified. And then she gave him a coronavirus six foot leaning in kiss. Like she was literally six feet away from him. And she like draped herself across, <laughs> across I, the entire couch to give him a kiss. Can I just say too that I also noticed that Natasha does a, like a six foot coronavirus like oh. hug. Have you seen it? She like, she stays apart, but then she leans over to hug. Yes. And Natasha, <laughs> Natasha, I got game respect game. She has, she's like, I really like nerds. And then she tried to suck the life out of him via kiss. Dude, she sucked his soul out. <laughs> but then all of a sudden Ryan became this cocky kissing machine. <laughs> he was taking advantage of being a hot couple. Again, this is he's a, like, I got this a rose. Is, this is a show about scarcity and nothing else. And yes. that's at least right now there's relationships still forming. So this show is strictly about scarcity. And he was enjoying his seat at the top. Oh, yes. And then Ryan kisses Rudy, and Rudy's like, oh, my gosh, that was terrible. You know, like, you know, and then Rudy goes to Matt, and Matt, she's like, I kissed Ryan. Let's make out. I'm sorry. And then she, like, goes ape shit on Matt, and Matt's like, oh, my gosh, cool. But it wins. wins. Like, so, like, hmm. we talked about the boys last time, and, like, I'm going to sing you a song to win you a rose, and it was successful. Mm-hmm. Any guy that got kissed by a girl gave them the rose. Besides, oh, see, besides I Mel, I was Brandon had his up. pick of the litter. But Brandon. Mel was one of yeah. Brandon had his pick though. He had three girls. Yes. So I can't even necessarily carry carry that tune. But like, huh, no pun intended. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, that that's that's interesting that you say that because I wasn't paying attention to that either. But yeah, yeah, but Natasha got the rose. And Rudy's a mess, man. She she's she's Rudy. cussing at Matt, hits him in the face, then she tells him she likes him. Rudy. Like, Rudy, yeah. And she's got a great voice. Rudy is volatile. She's got a beautiful voice, but she seems like someone's like, man, you are definitely, you're not a, you're not a steady lifestyle. You are a roller coaster. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that the main, main surprises were that, uh, Matt picked Rudy and, uh, Brandon picked Sheridan and then oh, no, no, no. Uh, Brandon picked Bruno Savannah. Brandon Savannah, picked Savannah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sheridan's a boy. And Matt, and then Matt sh- picked. Wait, Matt. Matt picked Rudy. Rudy. I wasn't all that. You could. He's. He likes her, man. He's, but he 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 could have saved Mel. That's true. Or no, sorry. Because he took, no. Well, Sheridan could have saved Mel, and Sheridan and Mel are friends. Yes, since, and well, no, Matt could have also saved Mel because he took her out on that date. Yeah, that's what Rudy got upset about. But he said there was no con- chemistry. Yeah, but I guess I'm thinking more about Sheridan because Sheridan could save Mel because Mel and him were friends. Yeah, and Julia moved on. And that's a good he, point. You saw when Julia had moved on. Once Brandon picked Savannah, you see Sheridan Sheridan's mindset. looking at Julia to see how she's reacting. Yep, and she reacted poorly. <laughs> Yeah, very poorly because she I, thought she had it in the bag. I don't. I don't hate Julia at all. I don't. I mean, I. I but my. But my. She. Her stock fell. Let's just say her stock fell on me yeah. this little. This last episode. Well, then I so liked Julia. She was super chill, and this time I'm like, dude, Sheridan's a cool dude. She kind of played him a little bit, but again, she was straightforward. So you can't hate her for that part of it. No, but yeah. no, you can't hate her for that. I just feel bad because I feel like Sheridan's walking into a relationship that. It's not, he's not being met halfway. It's like, dude. Yeah. So I'm, I, I feel for him. He picks Julia and then Mel and two other girls that we, Cheyenne and in the Mariana girl. Yeah. Mariana goes home. Mel goes um, home. 
but then Brandon goes up to Julia and says, I'm glad you're still here. And then, so it's like this saga is going to continue. I, well, Even Julia said, we're back to square one. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, poor well, Sheridan. Well, and they, they even kind of preclude, or not preclude that, but they kind of uh, lead into the next series, or the next episode being pretty dicey yeah. because of that whole stuff. There's going to be some drama next episode that I'm thinking uh, we're going to have to get ready for and to buckle up for. Buckle up, buckaroo. So... Let's go to Stones rating. Every uh, We have two stones to give. <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing my lines here. <laughs> At the end of every episode, we give a Stones rating. We each have two stones to give. Naturally. And uh, zero stones means an act of castration is preferable to watching this show. Two mm-hmm. stones means it's enjoyable. One stones means it's okay. Um, Alex, I'll let you go first. Episode two of Listen to Your Heart. What was your Stones rating? I think kind of struggling between one and two. I, I think I'm going to go with one. It was meaty. It was pretty interesting. Jamie and Trevor killed it for my really, like, honestly, Jamie getting that first day card really kind of like... Bad tone. Yeah, I just, I'm like, really? Her, like, I, it was one of those genuine moments where like, I don't want to watch this right now. Like, and, I, and not that I don't want to watch the episode or the series in general, I just... When I saw her, she got up, I'm like, I don't want to see her again go on another date. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm done with her. So that kind of tore away from the from the overall perspective or uh, experience of the of that episode. But um, there's some interesting dynamics at play here. The whole Julia and, and Sheridan thing is going to play out, and I'm getting excited to kind of see that. So that kind of, you know, because that's why I'm in between two and one, but I'm going to give it a one. Okay. I'm going to go two stones. I actually really like this episode. I it thought was good. the singing was good. Yeah, it's getting better. And well, as soon as you take out Jamie and yes. Trevor from the whole equation, I found myself singing along, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> um, and I mean, there's compelling enough storylines that it makes me want to watch more. So I'll give it two stones. I like that. And I, and I will say that this as a series is proving better than I was anticipating. Oh, I thought it was going to be a nothing burger. Yep. I thought it was going to be terrible. So it's, it's yep. been enjoyable. Good, a lot more Chris Harrison action too. So yeah, that's good. Um, so and don't slick new outfits. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RO stones guys. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, like, uh, review, whatever, whatever you can do. And share um, with all your friends, share with your friends. Um, we, uh, if you want to be a part of this conversation, reach out to us. You know, we don't have a contest for this particular show, but if you have something to say, you want to be a part of it, you want to call in, we're happy to, to have you here. Let us know. Um, and uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share, and we will uh, check back in with you uh, next time. All have right. a good week.